This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. Speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to another J-Rock's Lawn Care and Gardening podcast. Welcome and thank you very much for tuning in. Here we are on episode number 21, named Efficiency in Your Business. Now, I need to just give you a pre-disclaimer here, a little warning that what I'm about to talk about is my view on it, the way that I see efficiency working in businesses and how I think you can be effective or you know how I know to be more effective in my business. Now, like anything, when we share this information and as I've touched on in the podcast in the past, You know, what might work for me might not work for you. So please take it with a pinch of salt. And if you're not too sure on how to convert it to your way of life, where you may live, if you're in a different country even, then, you know, get in touch. Either Instagram or through my email address. That will be in the show notes below. Um, Get in touch with me and ask and I can talk you through something. But, you know, you might be in the countryside and you could be miles apart from, you know, house to house, or you could be in the middle of London, and you could be absolutely chock-a-block and on top of the next person, so really, it does change, and everything is a bit different, but like I say, hopefully from something in this podcast, you'll be able to take it away, and, you know, take it into your business, I know that when I listen to, like, Lawn Care Business Success, was a very high podcast that I still listen to now, but I used to listen to a whole lot more, you know, last year, and every time an episode was released, you know, I was straight on it, all over it, Um, you know, the man's a master, so check that out podcast if you haven't already, it, it, it is really good, but he's over in Canada, and as you know, the UK is very much different, both in winter and through sort of the temperatures that we get in summer and things like that, so there was a lot of things he was saying that I understood, but you know, in my own head, I still had to convert over to what would work here in the UK and you know north of Scotland where I am so yeah just bear that in mind for everything that I'm saying just you might need to convert it a little bit and listen this might be something that you already know or something you know you've never heard of in your life Uh, quite honestly what I'm beginning to believe is that or beginning to realize is everyone's brains work absolute opposites and although you might be the same run the same services or run it in the same way to an extent okay you've normally got so like different reasons along the way so we are all very different uh in that in that regard quite frankly but here i'm just talking about efficiency in your business and this is just something to think about that you may have been in the you know the realms of this work for 20 years you may have been in this realms of work for 20 days i'm just hoping that you know it's one one thing that kind of can go wrong with being in for such a long time is that you get stagnant you get used to the processes that you're in you know them first five years that you are started your business and everything worked and you know you've done really well from that's fantastic but you might want to give it another push and move into that next level and you know the processes that you maybe used 15 years ago may not be the right ones to use now you know or likes thereof so i'm hoping to be able to help in some way form or another um, just talking about here, I just want to thank you guys again for leaving reviews. I've got a couple more that I'm going to read out here uh, just to fly through quickly. The first one is titled Great Podcast and it was a five-star review and it reads the following. 
Absolutely love tuning into the podcast. Started listening recently and now listen to it when I'm at work. Really informative and some great advice. That's from Zach Harvey from Harvey's Grass Cutting Services. Thank you very much, Zach. Really appreciate that, mate. Um, everyone, check out his work. I'm sure he's on Instagram. Well, he is on Instagram there. Um, Harvey's Grass Cutting Services. He produces some absolute phenomenal work. Uh, next one there is from Paige at Sunbeam Social. And it is titled Informative and Very Relatable. And it reads the following. I love the tips shared in this podcast. Such an easy listen and so many key, and take, key takeaways. Sam has a way with words, so motivating and shares so much value in each episode. Always come away feeling inspired after listening to Sam. Top content from a relatable young man. So thank you very much for those that have left them. For anyone that doesn't know, you can uh, simply leave a review through iTunes. You don't even need an account. All you can do is, if you're on iTunes listening to this now, just swipe all the way at the bottom, press whatever star you want to rate me as, and you can write a few words in there, and it pings up straight away. It takes about a few days to come through, so if I haven't read out your review that you've posted, it just might not come through yet. So, just to crack on then, uh, we are really getting there now, aren't we? I keep on. I think every episode is going to have like a two-minute period where we just speak about weather and how either it's made me happy or it's made me sad, <laughs> one way or another. But this one is just, the last week has just been, it started off being freezing, and I think that's the sort of kick to life that uh you know we're fine we're definitely all going through autumn it doesn't even feel like we're you know start of it um where it's getting cold that's getting darker and i can just imagine working in the snow again already uh so we're getting there we really are but efficiency in your business first one i want to touch on here is something called root density now this is a big thing over america where uh, that gets focused on a whole lot more because it just seems to be the way the layout is but we can bring this into our own line of business here in the UK and we can make it an effective measure for gaining more clients and basically tuning up the amount of work you do without having to work longer. What sounds crazy, I know, but what does it come down to? One main factor, and that is drive time. This is something I am still trying to perfect. As you know, I'm not 10 years into the business, so I am still, you know, turning the cogs and perfecting things, but it's in my head. I know what I need to do. And it's just one of them root density. What is the meaning of? If you can basically, let's say you're in a, a semi-city area, you can put a point on the map where you put as your base point. It might be your place of home. It might be the nearest city close to you if you're out in the countryside, that sort of thing. And you draw around 5, 10, 15 mile radius, whatever you're happy traveling to or around. And then basically you create root density. So by that, you want as many jobs so within that area is possible. So best way of example of it, when you're giving out flyers and you're advertising, things like that, if you've got a client at number one, James's Street, okay, you'd also put a flyer through number two and number three, okay, and on the opposite side, you know, a good rate of measure was always five doors in each direction for this advertising because if you could get a few neighbours on one street, that'll be worth a whole lot more than a well-paid client that lives 25 uh, minutes away, but they're literally the only person out in that direction. You know, so it's selecting the jobs that are going to be more effective for yourself. So whether that's so, for example, when I then plan out my routes, so for the week that's coming up, if anything's changed with um, new clients coming in, or if I've got, you know, uh, anything random on that day, whether it was you know 
cash and checks or whether it was a, a consultation on the way. What I do try and put in a one single days here, but let's just see I throw them in. Then I plan my route around that. So basically, on the way to the next job, you are also heading to the third and the fourth job. So you, you know you're not zigzagging around a map. You're heading in more or less a straight line. If you think of think about it in that way, obviously it's not going to be a direct straight line, but you're not going back on yourself. So you're not wasting your time driving. Now, what the main thing? What can this do? It's just going to be more effective. It means that you're going to get more jobs in a day. I'm telling you, if you haven't really thought about who you've got and you've just been taking, like, say you're going to start your business and you've just been taking clients on, and you've just been sticking them in the calendar wherever you got a free spot, you can probably look at that now and go, "Well, I drive, I drive right next to where James is, but then I've got to go three miles in the opposite direction to Laura because." Fiona who lives right next to James you know I can't go to her garden until whatever time you need to then manipulate them times talk to your customers and make it so that you can literally go from one to the other you know that's closest right next to each other and that's going to massively help whether you change the days whether it's time changes whether you need to flip your schedule uh, you need to just sort of make that happen it what it's going to do is you're going to start earning more without actually having to work more as silly as that sounds uh, without having to work later in the day, extra hours. So houses is the main one. Also, what we find in the UK is this massive thing, and I'm sure it's it's the same wherever you live. I know my hometown where I was brought up in Northumberland and in the north, north of Scotland, it's exactly the same. New builds are just getting stuck everywhere. Not only does that come with a clear soil, but what that comes with, a lot of houses in one area. I'm fully booked out at the moment, and more or less into next year already because nothing's really changing. Um, I'll be moving around a couple of customers, well, free up a couple of spaces, but nothing life-changing. Um, these new houses that get put up, you need to be on them like tramp on chips. If you've got the space to do so and the capacity to do so, then you need to be hitting these estates and getting yourself known. Being seen in that neighbourhood and whether it was yard signs that you're putting out or whether it's um, you're literally knocking on doors just to show your work, a lot of these new builders, I'm sure you'll see, I mean, around this area anyway, the front of house isn't fenced. So you drive down these streets, you know, and normally on a regular street, you'll be driving down and they'll all have like four foot fences or, you know, five foot walls or a six foot fence so you can't see over it. And people's normally pretty private. Whereas you find with these new builds, all of them are sort of off the curb, straight into the house, you know, normally from the ones I've seen anyway, normally a double driveway, a small front garden, and then you've got the house. So you do good work here, then it's going to, not only is your work going to speak for itself, but if you've got them, the odd signs, like I say, then it's also going to push your name out as well, creating that root density. Because as I've always thought, if I'm cutting a, a front garden for £25, you know, you pull 10 of them in a day, you know, how, how many, how long is it going to take me to get around 10 houses in the one of these new build estates? Next to no time, you know, you're doing it in less than half a day, uh, with the sizes that they are, £25 my minimum for grass cutting. You know, you're pulling through £250 within half a day, you know, it is there. That's not something I do. I don't, like I say, I haven't pushed into it that much, but it's definitely an avenue, avenue that we should all be sort of looking at going into, you know, whether you're doing pressure washing, whether you're doing grass cutting, window cleaning, whatever it is, you know, it, it's pretty perfect. It's all there. And like, we said, like I've just said there, most of these houses, from what I've seen, have all got double driveways. You know, how great is that for pressure washing? Um, the times of just gravel driveways and the rest of it, you don't really get a choice now in these new builds. It's just there for you. 
So, you know, the great places to go check on and see if you can get in with. I know one that I renovated and I stick up pictures quite a lot of um, on my social media, Instagram to be specific. Uh, lawn was horrible. Yeah, it was basically, it was a laid lawn. Um, lot, lots of weeds end up coming through, all the rest of it. Completely renovated it last autumn, last September it was. And this whole year it's been fantastic. Up until about two weeks ago where the clients went on holidays and we had a red, uh, red, red, bleh, red thread problem. Try saying that five times. Um, and basically it never recovered very well. So as that was sort of easing its way out and sort of autumn was coming in, we were getting more water again. Uh, we took the chance to renovate it again this year. But the clients were meant to be selling up, right? So when they've done this, these new build estates usually have a Facebook group. This is why it's great to get in touch with because it's like an inside click that they have within these estates. It's like the buying, swap and sell sites, right? And um, so anyway, when they were looking at selling, they were asking anyone if they wanted to upgrade to like a four bed house, you know, to pass it to their friends, whatever it might be. And there was actually a comment on that photo that was basically, you should stick it in the deed of the house that when, if you sell your house and you go, you keep your garden now because you, like I'm super jealous of the front garden. Like we love it. So there's all that sort of feedback on this post. And obviously it just looks great because people are walking past these houses, like I say, without walls in the way, you know, without a six foot fence and they can see your work. And, you know, sadly I've had to turn quite a few down from these estates, but that's this year. We'll see what happens next year. So that's definitely an avenue that everyone should be taking the, uh, making the most out of. Next to that with the root density, uh, you've got areas. So not not only does it have to be house to house, what that naturally then evolves into is area to area. So for example, we have got in this area three ones classed as a city, but basically one city only because it's got a cathedral and two towns that are all within sort of four miles of each other. You know, 12 miles to get through all of them, but they're like four miles from each other in a triangle. And... Uh, same again, you could work this, instead of just doing a house by house, you could work it as in, I'll work in town one and get lots of clients in that one town on a Monday. Town number two, that's where I'll focus on day two, uh, and I'll focus on that for the Tuesday and gain my clients. You know, in the city, I'll get all the clients there, and that might be my Wednesday, Thursday. And all you're doing is, you're not wasting the time driving from town to town or city to city, but you're working hard in them areas. Therefore, you're not driving, you're not wasting the time, you actually are there working and really that's the main thing that's how you're going to make the most out of the money that you're making is when you're not just getting you're not basically losing money to just drive plus fuel and all the rest of it you're losing money as you're doing it um and it's basically just more money quicker so next on from that with efficiency you've also got uh, bookkeeping so more or less like payments there's a lot of different ways that people do this people are old school and you know there's a lot of things coming up now but just a few that I want to name off. I'm not an expert in this sort of area uh, with the whole booking, bookkeeping side or anything like that. But in case you haven't heard of it and you're still using like a notepad to, you know, or you know, a sheet calendar in your van or something to try and work everyone out, there is easier ways. Whether that's you know, Google Calendar or what's the one that I use? I use a brilliant one. I think I paid five pound in it for the whole year. It's called Awesome Cal, and. Um, that's fantastic. You can colour co coordinate all your all your bookings that you've got in in a different time slot. So you'll click on it. It'll come up full screen. It'll show you where you're meant to go, when, 
and you can put them on repeat bookings of weekly fortnightly monthly yearly whatever it might be so that's been a massive help because in the beginning trying to remember it all and just having it on paper was a nightmare i love the thought of it but it just wasn't the most efficient way that i could go buy it so i use this awesome cal and it's you know it saved me a lot of time and it just makes things run a whole lot smoother but you've got softwares either like that like your online calendars um you've also got accountancy apps like quickbooks so that's the one that i use it's the only one that I've ever used really online. Um, it's the one my accountant is linked to, so it was just a no-brainer, quite frankly. But if you're not sure what QuickBooks is, if you haven't heard of it, QuickBooks is a system where you can basically invoice on the go. You can record your mileage that you're doing, whether it's business, whether it's personal, and you can also log all your receipts. So back in the day, or even builders do it now, as my accountant loves to tell me, um, some of them are still saving up all their receipts and then, you know, at the very end of the year, they go through, knock on the door, and they go, here you go, Mrs. Accountant, there's 540 receipts from this year. And, you know, the accountancy bills are mega high. With things like QuickBooks, not only is it quicker to do on the move or when you're at home and you can just smash it out all on your phone, okay, it's your absolute world, your phone in this sort of business, or it can be, um, I can sit down if I, as soon as I buy an item, I buy a new mower, I've got the invoice in my hand, I literally take a picture of it, okay, QuickBooks then scans this whole picture for the, for the price, who you bought it from, how much the VAT is, if you're doing that, if you're VAT registered, um, all of it, and then it pings it straight through with all the details listed, and then all you've got to do is verify it, and, you know, it's such a simple process, but saves you so much time, or if it's not your time that it's that's wasting it's going to be wasting your money because someone's got to do it so you've got these you've got things like the accountancy apps like quickbooks or you've got crms what are your systems like jobber if you've ever heard of them it's very big over in america but i, I believe um premier loans uh robbie talks about them as well uh yeah and Jobber is basically something where as far as i'm led to believe when someone makes a booking with you Jobber is this whole crm process that Whenever a job, from the point of it coming through the system to booking it in to actually what time you should be there and being notified, all happens automatically. So kind of, you know, at the highest level, I think, of this system, it takes you out of this situation and you just need to then follow it. It's almost like having a personal assistant, I am led to believe. So there's all these things that are just you being efficient, you being effective in your business and it's saving you time and it's going to enable you to... Uh, to release you of certain uh, jobs, of certain roles and responsibilities that you have from actually doing it physically to you just then checking over, making sure that it just runs smooth. So that's all I'm trying to get across here, basically. But the next one for sort of um, being efficient and proactive in your business has to be the types of work. So this might sound simple and straightforward, but... It's just something that if you're about to go into the, remember this podcast for everyone, you know, like I say, you, you might just be even, it might just be a thought in your head at the minute, or you might have been going for a long time. So, you know, I don't want to teach anyone to suck eggs, but there is people of all caliber, of all experience that do tune in these uh, episodes. So the next one being the types of work. So the big one here is van loading or car loading, trailer loading, whatever your means of transport is throughout this line of work. You need to be thinking ahead of what am I doing this week. And it sounds so simple, but I guarantee the amount of times that probably people out there have got to Monday morning uh, 
and they've just jumped in the van, started to go at the first job, and they've been like, oh, I forgot this bit of kit. Oh, why have I, you know, I haven't got enough space to take that head reduction uh, waste to the tip because I've still got the air radiator and the scarifier in from last week's reno. You know, I guarantee it happens. So you just need to be thinking about that. What have you gone for that week? And if it's possible, bring the same or similar type of jobs together. So whether you're doing a grass cut day, let's say, then you're just going to need your normal standard kit that's probably with you if you're doing general lawn care. If you're then doing, uh, if you've planned in only hedges for, say, September time, then you might have three days of just hedges where you're taking away the waste if you're licensed to do so and all the rest of it. And you need to have an extra couple of strimmer, uh, trimmers with you. So you might want to take a couple of things out the van, out the trailer, whatever it is, and so it's loaded right. Just by doing simple things like this, you know, making sure that, for, for myself, I store the scarifier in the area uh, if I hire one in. Obviously, that, that's rented. But the scarifier and means like that, I keep that stored away. That's not something that stays with me all the time because it's not often that you do that throughout the year. Not in, my, not in the way I work my business anyway and for how my customers take it on. So when it comes to that, I need to then load them. So you've got the time that it takes to just put these sort of bits of equipment in and they're normally pretty bulky, all right? So things like this can be in and out and you just want to sort of bring these things together just so it's more efficient, like I say. Renault weeks, you know, it's a big one. You you go in there, you're picking it up. Imagine going to pick up your aerator or something and you've got all your hedge clippings still in the back that you need to still take to the dump. It's basically just being on top of your admin as, uh, you know, this whole efficiency. You've been on top of your admin, you're planning it well, and it's all just going to, it's almost like that saying, what goes wrong comes wrong, right? Uh, you put the time into working this business out and how you're going to move things around, then it really is going to, it's going to support you and it's going to be a lot more easier. It's not until you really take your foot off the gas I've found and you think, oh, this is absolutely plain sailing, it's fine, you know, when you're constantly taking on jobs. And then it's not until a point happens or there's a, there's a mishap and you think, ah, I could do this better, I could do that better. So all it is is trying to get you to think that even if not by this year, the end of each year I find is just a perfect time to go, right, what was terrible in 2020, 2021, 2022, you know, what do I want to do in 2023, 2024, 2025? and you just got to think ahead, you know, you got to learn from the previous years and look forward into the future years, and you've got to sort of keep moving with the times, but you need to learn from lessons that are made, um, and I've talked about this before really, what you're listening to, uh, it's such a big one, while you're actually working, especially this line of work where you're normally working with equipment, uh, there's a lot of hearing protection now that's got Bluetooth speakers uh, built into them, or even just myself that I'll just use wireless headphones. I had some someone asking about them not long ago, and I just use these Bluetooth uh, wireless normal ones really from Tesco. It was a no brand, they're about fifteen quid, but they've been absolutely perfect because the things that I wear most of the time. And when I looked into the Isotunes 2.0s, I looked at. I think I am probably going to buy them just to try them at some point. But I wasn't really happy with the reviews I read. From what I've heard from other people, they've like raved about them. But as far as reviews go, I wasn't best pleased, to be honest. So, look into that anyway. So, if you don't use headphones. But what are you listening to? Are you learning when you're on the job? Or are you just sitting there listening to New Monkey and Cascada? Uh, <laughs> rocking away, whatever you might be listening to. Um, while you're working away and you're earning money. Or are you sitting there and you're listening to business podcasts, whatever your next step is in your business, are you already listening to it? 
so you are learning on the job in multiple ways not only practically but theoretically between you know between the years and I just think it's such a key thing because there's a amount of times where I've been listening to someone like Gary Vee or Keith Kalfas, two big ones that I listen to and all on care business success even on podcasts as well and I've sat there and I've they've said something that's resonated and I've been like and it's just clicked you know it might have been familiar on that day the week before or with a job that's coming up and I'll be like geez like, I never even thought of that or like I never even knew that that was a stepping stone that you could you could physically put your foot on I didn't even realize it was in the picture so really all this sort of stuff you just need to kind of keep a keep an eye on and um I really just advise that you you jump into the world of audible podcasts even youtube and just finding out some things that you like listening to because my top ones there are keith kalfas gary v uh, i love the rhs podcast as well if you're into horticulture well i'm guessing most of you are but i realize not everyone practices it uh, so i love the rhs podcast it's very peaceful and it's very most of the time very soft spoken and um i'm just a big fan of that and also like how-to videos if i've got a job coming up that and I, I use the, f- the phrase how to, but on YouTube, if I've got a job that's coming up or if there's just anything, you know, it might even be something I want to practice at home, like a whole landscape or something. Um, that's not a, a you know service that I actually offer in my business, but whatever it might be, I might stick one of them on YouTube and I'll just listen to the process of that uh, while working away. And I really wish I pulled up this figure, but, you know, there's a certain percentage of when you're, busy doing other things but you know you're still listening right you're still taking in information it's like uh i think it's over in like asia somewhere where uh studying for exams is a big thing and uh they basically listen to exam questions and answers when you're sleeping quite frankly and the brain takes in this information one news will be able to tell me this better i really wish i now that i'm starting to talk about it i really wish i uh read up on it a bit more but you know your brain takes in a certain percentage of that information even when you're switched off even when you're sleeping so just to have something on in the background that's beneficial and not just noise um can really do do you some benefit as well but quite frankly that is all i've got time for tonight uh on this podcast i just wanted to talk about some simple things that you can possibly listen to there and i might have rambled on through that i realized that but there might have been one thing that you picked out and you went, I haven't started doing that yet. Or, you know, that's exactly what I wanted to do next year, but I haven't even thought about it yet. I haven't even dug into it. Or just, I've been doing the same thing for 10 years and I fancy a change. So that's what this podcast was about. Just sort of levelling with you, speaking about efficiency, and that is just never too late. If you're at a point and you're either just starting and you think you've already chosen a direction with how you're going to lay out the business, how you're going to take on your jobs... Or if you've been in 15 years and you've been doing it the same. You know, it's never too late to make a mix-up. All it takes is an email to your clients or a personal message, however you get in touch with them, and lay out basically what your new terms are going to be. And like I say, this is a perfect time. Um, As we're going through now, you can start thinking about it. To go into winter, you can then let everyone know. And then as you come straight back into the main season, around March time, or if you work all the way through the winter and you're still going as of January 1st, then you can implement it straight away and have that change from the years. So any price changes, anything like that, I always try and do as of the new year, but I give them warning beforehand. I don't just say, I'll see you tomorrow at your property, but instead of £30, it's now going to be 45 You know, you just don't do that. 
stay respectable to your clients, keep them in the loop, and be efficient. So, thank you very much for tuning in on this week's podcast, episode number 21, and this is J-Rock's Lone Care Gardening Podcast. I am super grateful you are all here listening to this. It means a hell of a lot. And all the messages that I keep on getting through, the love that you keep on sending me, it is appreciated. Anything I can do to help, send me a DM and I'll get back to you. Uh, there's a lot of you that do get in touch, so please bear with my messages. Um, you know, more and more people sort of slowly picking up this podcast, what is brilliant, but, you know, replying to everyone is sort of, you know, it takes time as well. So please bear with us. I'm not being arrogant. Ah, and I nearly forgot, there is a listener on one of these podcasts that you got in touch with me a few weeks ago, reference a sticker because you left a review. I can't for the life of me find all messages. So if you listen to this now, please send me another DM because I never sent the sticker away. Um, for anyone that's listening, that was basically the first five reviews we're going to receive stickers. And um, yeah, we're past that point now, but I haven't sent away that last sticker. So thanks again for listening, everyone. Really appreciate it. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. If you're working, then keep on grafting hard. And uh, yeah, see you in the next week. Take care.